I'm Jared. I'm Marcus. And today we are going to be doing a little trivia challenge with each other. Uh, the rules are simple. We're each going to share seven questions, all multiple choice, and they have to be about a game that we grew up playing together. So basically any game that we have played uh, before we turned 18 and moved out, I guess. Does that sound fair? Yeah, and also some of these go so far back in my memory, I can't say if I have a specific memory of us both playing it, but I'm pretty sure... No, that's okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure all of these should be in our shared consciousness. Right, and that's the advantage of uh, being brothers is, you know, we're, we're fairly familiar with what the other person is familiar with. I can't just, like, bring in some, I don't know, Final Fantasy trivia and expect you to even have a shot, right? Like, <laughs> I know what you've sure. played. Exactly. But I'm excited. Thanks for doing this with me. Who, uh, do, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Sure, I am happy to start. I think that my questions get more and more obscure over the course of this. So <laughs> That's great, I okay. Enjoy some some easier easier questions up front, and, and then we'll see how you do later on. Thank you. Sounds great. Yeah. So most people can remember their first starter Pokemon, probably all three starter Pokemon of whatever generation that they were raised on. But the middle evolutions are a bit trickier to remember. So, Jared, which of the following is not a middle evolution of a starter Pokemon? All right. Quilava, Grovile, Croconaw, or Swampert? Oh, no. Uh... Well, Grovile and Croconaw, it's definitely one of those two. The, hmm. We're going to go with Croconaw. I think that's the third revolution, uh, evolution of Totodile. What if I told you that's incorrect? Aw, oh, man. That would actually be Feraligator. Oh, Would you yeah, like duh. another guess? It's, it's Grovile. It's not. That would be the second evolution of Trico. Okay, fine. I'm not guessing anymore. Just tell me the answer. <laughs> the answer is Swampert, which is a third evolution of Mudkip. Oh, Swampert. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd make up an forget? excuse and say I'm not as familiar with that generation as I am the first two generations, but say la vie. I actually have a Pokemon one to start as well. Oh, cool. My questions are not going to get more and more obscure necessarily like yours are, but they will be uh, chronological with what games Uh. we kind of grew up. So the very first thing, very first video game related thing we had was a Game Boy. And um, we had a couple of the Pokemon games. I think we had Pokemon Blue and I think Pokemon Gold at some point. So my question for you is, in Pokemon Gold and Silver, you get a gadget that lets you look at the map and check the calendar and get frequent phone calls from people like your mom and youngster Joey. Uh, what is this gadget called? Four options. The Pokey Gear, the Pokey Watch, the Pokey Phone, or the Pokey Dex? Interesting. I don't think it's the Pokey Dex, unless the Pokey Dex really had a lot of functionality, which it does in today's games. I don't think that they had broadened it quite. Phone feels too on the nose. Like, it's used as a phone, but it's doing more than that. You can check your map. So, I'm going to guess that it's the Pokey Gear final answer. That is correct. Yay! 
Good job. You're up one. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you and I both played through Wind Waker as children. So the next question I have is from The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, which features one of the best iterations of Ganondorf, in my humble opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like his sad, mysterious air about him. I like his two swords. Yeah, his two swords are pretty rad, too. Well, he he doesn't speak a ton in the game, but he has some memorable quotes. Which of these is not a quote from Ganondorf in The Wind Waker? Four options. The first quote is, Curse you, Zelda. Curse you, sages. Curse you, Link. The second is, No matter when it came, the wind carried the same thing. Death. The third is, Do not fear. I will not kill you. I merely have need of the power that dwells within you. And the fourth is, don't you see? All of you. Your gods destroyed you. I have the advantage of having replayed this game last year. Very really? slowly with my wife. Yeah, just every couple months we would play up through like a dungeon or mess around in the overworld. Uh, those are really great quotes. It is definitely not the first one. Uh, so I'm going to go with number one, the Curse You Sages, Curse You Zelda, Curse You Link. Correct. That is a quote from Ganondorf in Ocarina of Time. Makes sense. And also there's no sages in Woodwaker. Although there's stained glass windows of them, which is pretty cool. That is correct. Good job. Well, just as a preview, I do have a Wind Waker related question for you as well. But we're not there yet, unfortunately. We gotta stay on the Game Boy. Um, Do you remember, speaking of, actually, this is related because this is about the Legend of Zelda... Do you recall what our very first Zelda experience or Zelda game ever was? That was Link's Awakening on Game Boy. That is incorrect. It is Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy Color. All uh, right. No, I'm just kidding. That's not the question because it has to be multiple choice. Uh, yes, that Link's Awakening still a very special game in my heart. Um, I got to replay it also pretty recently. It was like the first like week of having a baby. When she was sleeping a lot, I was playing the uh, the PC port that someone put together. Really impressive stuff and still like retains the spirit of the original, which I still have the cartridge for. Um, but really loved replaying that game. And in that game, in your starting area, Mabe Village, there is a, an, an NPC named Madam Meow Meow. And she, if you remember, she's the one who has three pets that are all chain chomps. Chain chomps. Yes. Right. The main one's name is Bow Wow, because, and you use that one to open the entrance to one of the dungeons. She also has a pet named Chow Chow, but who is the third one uh. that you eventually gift a ribbon to in the big trading side quest? Your options are Chompet, Bow Bow, Chow Chow, or Lil Bow Wow. Uh... What was the other one's name again? Chow Chow? Uh, there is Bow Wow and Chow Chow. Okay, give me the options one more time. Sure. Chompet, Bow Bow, Chow Chow, or Lil Bow Wow. How do you spell Chow Chow? Is that C-I-A-O? Yes. C-I-A-O, C-I-A-O. Yes, that is how I typed it. Hmm... 
how you typed it, you say. A misdirection. <laughs> oh, and now the sure. mind now the mind games begin. <laughs> Honestly, some of my questions, Jared, are going to purely be mind games. Uh, just because Oh, great, looking forward to it. <laughs> I don't know, they're pretty obscure. Okay. Um I have no memory of this. I know that she wears a little ribbon though. Correct. Uh, once you give it to her, I suppose. So I'm gonna say bow bow. Because then it's like bow bow chow chow. Oh wait 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 wait. How do you spell bow bow? Did you spell it B A O B A? No no no. B B O W B O W. That's my guess. I'm afraid it's not that. It uh, is it is chow chow. It is chow chow. Chow chow. Chow chow and chow chow. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, so. I mean, sure. That's that's cute. <laughs> I I was thinking that maybe bobo. You know, like it's right a, it's a, right. It's a bobo. Well, I'm flattered you liked my my fake option. I think my option's better than what they ended up naming her. So that seems to usually be a trend in our uh, in our multiple choice type trivia questions. We usually try to come up with ideas that we think are better than the original. Oh, for sure. Like I think different. the Pokey Gear should have just been that iteration of the Pokey Dex. It just makes sense. Right. But, uh, yeah. No. No. That we are tied up. We're two out of seven questions in and we both have one correct so that's right you're up okay freddy fish solved a lot of mysteries in the humongous <laughs> entertainment point and click adventure games that you and i both oh i'm spent so a excited lot of time for this with. mostly i played pajama sam and you played spy fox for whatever reason no but no we, also played I, we never freddy owned fish. no we never owned spy fox we only had the demo of it so i'd play the demo a lot i wasn't allowed to play the full version of spy fox because you gamble in it you play Go Fish, and you have to gamble with a little toy, like little trinkets. And Dad saw that and was like, "You're not allowed to play that game. Like, you're not allowed to play a game that's gambling in it." So I wasn't. I wanted to play Spy Fox really badly, but no, it was Pajama Sam. Is was our jam. Pajama Sam Two, especially that was my favorite. Yeah. Sorry, too much backstory. We also, at least I have memories of playing Freddy Fish as well. I don't know if we owned very many of these games, but if we didn't own them, we rented them. Or we checked them out from the library a whole bunch, yeah. There are a lot of Freddy Fish games. I'm going to list off a couple. Which of these is not a subheading for one of the Freddy Fish games? Sounds good. Let's do it. All, all of these, of course, start with Freddy Fish and the case of. So mm -hmm. these are just the subheadings. Okay. The case of... The Haunted Schoolhouse, The Case of the Stolen Conch Shell, The Case of Luther's Lost Treasure, or The Case of the Creature of Coral Cove? Uh, B and D both sound very accurate. Having Luther's name in it is, is a bold move if you came up with that one. Haunted Schoolhouse, I don't, like, it almost rings a bell, but I, I just, I don't see it. So I'm going to go with Haunted Schoolhouse. That is incorrect. Oh, is it Luther or is it not? It is. Else? Okay. Yeah. It, it was the Luther one. Luther's lost treasure was made up by me. I hoped that by naming the sidekick in it, I would squeak by. Uh, you got me. So to speak. You got me. Good job. <laughs> the one I remember most specifically is the hog rustlers of Briny Gulch. I think is yep. what it's called. Where they all wear cowboy hats. Yeah, that's the one I remember the most too. We must have checked that one out more frequently i don't think we yeah. ever beat those games i think putt putt was the only one easy enough for us to like 
finish. I don't think we fit. We always got stuck on like some of the other ones, like Pajama Sam. We would get stuck in Pajama Sam for sure. I think that I had saw I saw the denouement sometimes of Freddy Fish because there are different iterations of the game where it'll change who the murderer is. Which that which is kind of cool. I mean, it's not a murderer. That's cool, right. though. Well, they so they want... would change the evidence, and yeah, you can replay it. That's kind of fun. I kind of like that. Yeah. You know, recency bias is really a thing, but I was thinking of Freddy Fish this week, it's specifically the the hogwash, whatever one you just mentioned. Uh, someone was recording a voice demo, and they their final character in their reel was someone saying, I wrestled an alligator, got him on the ground, and finished him off. And... I threw in some banjo music for that, but I really wanted to end with a sound effect. We ended up doing like a splash of water, like the alligator jumping back into the <laughs> the bayou. But what I wanted to find was a spittoon because like I remember in Freddy Fish, there's these characters that would all spit into a little spittoon. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just thought, pew, you know, just a little, I, I couldn't find <laughs> any sound effect online for that. But anyway. Sorry, I this the this is why we're doing this today, so I can relive the nostalgia, unlock memories. Yeah, exactly. Pretend we're young again. Yeah, so I want you to share some memories as I go about these questions. We've moved on from the Game Boy to our very first home console, the GameCube. Again, not not for a point, but do you remember what our very first video game on the GameCube was besides Mario Sunshine? The game that you got along with super mario sunshine uh was a game that was rated t so yet again not a game we could play and mm-hmm. i believe it was final fantasy uh crystal chronicles yeah crystal chronicles yes which was rated t so we weren't allowed to play it so we had to take it back and we traded it at the store for a different game do you remember what that was was it Yu-Gi-Oh something kingdom I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was Spider-Man. It was the Spider-Man movie game. So my question is about Spider-Man on the GameCube. If you remember, the tutorial for that game has a a fun little voiceover that talks to you as you do it. Um, He's he's a specific actor. I don't remember his name. I should have looked it up to write it down. But anyway, he has some funny quotes from the tutorial. And I'm going to read to you five of them. You have to tell me which one is not from the tutorial to Spider-Man. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Here are the quotes. A. Alright, let's get started. Now get the gum out of your ears and listen good. B. You are the little red dot, and the target is blue, so now's your chance to self-test for colorblindness. C. I'm going to stop the game for a moment so we can educate you properly on safe decision-making in the real world. D. Well, you just got pounded by the weakest enemy in the entire game. That's not something you're going to want to brag about. (laughs) Or E. Careful there, Captain Jumpy. (laughs) Very fun. Uh, Of course I remember the uh, you just got beat up by the weakest enemy in the game. We... Love that they planned for that contingency of letting yourself get beat up by the first enemies, which is delightful. Um, oh man, it's it's such a good tutorial. It's so funny, and it makes it so much more palatable to do a tutorial when someone is cracking jokes at you. 
And apparently they, they reuse him in the, the second game, which I have not played, but I, I want to. I bought yeah. it. I, I feel like I'll just have to go with my gut because I don't think I'm going to unlock the memory of <laughs> of these <laughs> other quotes. I'm going to say that you made up the I'm going to stop the game right now to uh, inform you about safe decision making. I did not make that one up, but it is not in Spider-Man, so good job. That Yay. one is actually from the Stanley Parable. So, uh, well done. Well done. Clever. That does, you know what? That sounds exactly like it's from the Stanley Parable, now that you say it. I'm I'm sure I've played through that part before. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Hooray. Okay, well, you said we're done with Game Boy games, but I'm not done with Game Boy games. So. All right. My next question for you is about Looney Tunes Twubble. Awesome. Sounds great. Which apparently is also called something different, like Breakfast on the Run, depending on where you oh, get really? the Game Boy. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if that's a localization thing or just different regional markets. But if you were to boot up Looney Tunes Twubble on your Game Boy Color, what type of fast-paced gameplay would you be greeted with? A. Top-down adventure. B, isometric platformer, C, side-scroller, or D, first-person shooter. Isometric platformer. Okay, I'm going to inform you there's a trick here. Do you want to reconsider your answer? Sorry, did I not catch what you said when you first boot up the game? I'm going to say fast-paced platformer then, because I think there's like a chase sequence, and then you do the isometric stuff. Puzzling. So the options were top-down adventure, isometric platformer, side-scroller, or first-person shooter. When you say you first boot it up, I'm going to say side-scroller, but then it turns into an isometric puzzly platformer. Correct. Yes. It is an isometric platformer, but the trick of this question is you start with a 2D side-scroller intro uh, before every chapter. So um, you, you you were quick on the trigger. Uh, I think that if you, uh, so we'll just call it, we'll, we'll say it counts. Good job. <laughs> that you're very generous in doing that. I just didn't listen closely enough to the question and it did seem a little too easy to imagine what the core gameplay was. I remember that was another game where we never got past the first world, like the first area. It was just Something too like hard. That. It was tricky. Yeah. The dog would catch you or you would, you try to jump on a bookshelf on a, using a spring, but it was hard to line it up or something like that but um i do remember the music and i will definitely play the music on top of this segment of the podcast oh great that'll be great cool um so i kind of feel bad because i that last question you got it but i gave you five options instead of you know the typical four that comes with multiple choice so this time i'm only going to give you three so you got a 33.33333% chance of getting this one right Sure. I have here a sound effect from Wind Waker. I wanna, I'm going to play it for you. I want you to guess where what makes that sound effect in the game. Does that make sense? Okay. If I had to guess, this is going to be an item pickup sound, so I'm going to have to figure out if it's a rupee or if it's a, like a skull necklace or if it's a butterfly pendant or something. I, I, I'll give you the options, but I want you to listen to it first. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, nothing to do with what I thought it was. So it was like, <laughs> so these are your options as to what character makes that sound. 
Cyclos, the god of winds, the second god of winds, there's two of them. Jaboon, the fish that lives on the back of wind, uh, sorry, outset island. Or Ganondorf. Ugh. Man, I, I, I was thinking it was either the first god of wind or, uh, what's his name on Dragon Roost Island. I guess it could be one of the, like, monster forms of Ganondorf, but I'm going to guess... I feel... Maybe I'm getting this mixed up with Wind Wake... Or, sorry, with Ocarina of Time, because I, I seem to recall the fish not making this animated of sounds. I'm imagining more like... Or something just subtle for the fish. I'll go with Cyclos. I'm afraid that's incorrect. This is Jaboon, the ah. fish. Well, okay, there's been a development. Um, as it turns out, that sound effect is not used in the game. <laughs> whoops! <laughs> what do you mean, so, whoops? So so I have a backup question. <laughs> what is it used from? It's I don't know. It's not used in the game. It is for Jaboon, but it's not used in the game, and I didn't realize that when I downloaded it. I am sorry. <laughs> How did you find that out? I well, I just went back to the place that I I downloaded it from, and it says Jaboon's unused sound effect, and I didn't notice that before. <laughs> I really Whatever. did. I'm sorry. No, I'm serious. I am absolutely serious. I had no idea. I was just I I started with I want to get a Jaboon sound effect for Marcus to guess which character, and I found him, and I liked the sound effect, but I didn't pay enough attention to notice that that was unused. I am so sorry. Um, I have a, I have a backup though. So we're, we're going to give you a, a reprieve, even though you got it wrong. It wasn't entirely your fault. It was only mostly your fault Interesting. Uh, and a little bit mine. So <laughs> instead I'm going to give you a different Wind Waker sound effect now. Okay. Like an evil sheep. What are my options? Your options are... Kargarok, Mini Blin, or P-Hat? Uh, why would you do this to me? Okay, uh, do I get to learn what a Kargarok is? Um, do you want, do you know what the other two are? I think I know what the other two are, yeah. Then no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to guess this is a Mini Blin. Uh, it is not a Mini Blin, it is a Kargarok. This is the weird bird things that swoop <sighs> down. They kind of look like vultures, but they're very feathery and colorful. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I, I did truly get that wrong because I obviously remember this sound effect. It's a very distinct monster sound, but I was imagining that it came from the like goblin type creatures. So I think, I think I was... the mini blends are the ones who go da-da, da-da, da-da. I could be wrong, ah, but I think they're the ones that make that sound. Interesting. Okay, well, I got it wrong, but I'm okay with that. Sorry again for the mix-up. <laughs> sure, sure. Back to me? Yes. On the Wii, Wii music was quite the novelty in its time. It was. Which of these is not... <laughs> no, 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 no. We've done enough knots. Let's do which of these instruments is in Wii music. A viola... A sitar, a trombone, an oboe, or a bassoon? I'm giving you five options. 
because you gave me five. That's why. But I made up for it with three. Um, okay. Run them by me again. A viola, sitar, trombone, oboe, bassoon. Which of these is and we music? Oh, gosh. I feel like it would be oboe or bassoon, but maybe not. Maybe there's a clarinet in the game. I think, I'm pretty darn sure there's a viola. I don't think there's a trombone. So let, which one is in the game? Which one is in the game? Only one of these is in the game. I don't think there's a sitar. Let's go viola. Incorrect. No. There is a violin and a cello. No viola. No. But, okay. but, hey, you let me have two chances last time, so I have a backup question from Wii Music. <laughs> well, tell me the answer first. Mm, no. Oh, is the backup question the same question? It's not. No, it's a sitar. It? There's a sitar. No There are no kidding. oboes, bassoon, and no trombone, which is wild because you would have thought it'd be perfect, but... Uh, they were not ahead of their time. Instead, we had to wait till Trombone Champ for which kind of looks like a me playing. I mean, it kind of is like a sequel to Wii Music if you really think about it. A spiritual sequel. That's I right. completely forgot about the sitar. Wow. Yeah. No. Good question. Well, let's uh, let's give you a redemption chance. Which of these is not an instrument in Wii Music? Instrument in quotes. Uh, you'll see why. Yeah. Right. Rapper cheerleader monkey suit black belt or beatboxer oh gosh i think there is rapper or but maybe i'm thinking of beatboxer shucks i'm gonna say monkey suit correct yay there is in fact a dog suit and a cat suit but no monkey suit <laughs> there is a rapper that goes yo yo ba. Oh, yeah. And right. uh, a beatboxer, of course, a cheerleader that just goes, cheer up, woohoo, and stuff like that. And right. a black belt that just goes, ha, ha, ya, which is very funny. It had a lot of novelty, but it's hard to go back to that game and listen to uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star done yeah. with only yeah. cat music. Right, exactly. Um, but speaking of rappers and the Wii, I have also moved on to the Wii. Oh, no, actually, no, I haven't. Nope, never mind. I jumped the gun. That'll, that's a something else about rappers on the Wii will come later. I still have one more GameCube question for you. So it turns out, I found this out, you can speak to an adult Yoshi in the Thousand Year Door, in Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. There is an adult Yoshi, not not the baby Yoshi, adult Yoshi that you can talk to. What area of the game can you find one and talk to it? These are your options. The XS Express, the Glitz Pit, Keyhole Key, or Rogue Port. I feel like some of the characters that don't have multiple versions of them, they're just one, are either your partners or Luigi's partners. So I feel like there's a possibility that this Yoshi is one of Luigi's partners that you meet in Rogueport. Um, otherwise, I don't think Key Hall Key, I can't think of where an adult Yoshi would be. Um, the Glitz Pit was another option. Yes, the Glitz Pit and the XS Express. 
I feel like the glitch pit would there would be some serious questions about why this baby Yoshi is not being addressed by the adult Yoshi also there. Why why are they letting an egg be included on the hot dog? The excess express is another possibility. Maybe it's the excess express after you beat the first ride. But I'm gonna stick to my guns and guess Roqueport. That is incorrect. The answer is the Excess Express. Uh. Um, but the reason that it's so hard to find, or in my case, even know that it's possible, is because the Excess Express, after you've done the first ride, it randomizes what new passengers are on it every time you go back on it. Um, and it pulls from like 30 different characters. And one of them is an adult Yoshi that you can talk to. So it's it's rare to get it. Also, we there's just not a lot of reason to keep riding the XS Express. Which is now something I am going to go back to that game and find. Because I think that's fascinating. I thought the only adult Yoshis you could see in the game were uh, from uh, your baby Yoshi's final attack that costs FP. Where a horde of Yoshis come on the stage. Ah... Uh... That's the only that time might I be. think you can see them otherwise. Yeah. I think that that was in my head. So I was like, oh, I've seen adult Yoshis in that game. But that is not correct. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm I'm sure it's very entertaining for people to listen to us fail at trivia over and over again. Sorry, uh, everyone. No, that that was uh, that is an interesting fact. And you found a thousand year door question. That is something that neither of us. Seems to have really known until recently, so very cool. I like how you logicked your way out of Glitzpit. You're like, wait a minute, they're serving hot dogs with a Yoshi egg. Yoshis wouldn't allow that to happen. <laughs> they're they're not in Glitzpit. <laughs> I think I narrowed into the two places a Yoshi could be. I just picked the wrong of the two. No, yeah, you 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 almost got it for sure. Well, next question. I think it's a lot easier for us to remember video games on consoles because they're easy to remember where they were and you know reminisce mm -hmm. about them but a large portion of our childhood was also browser games and other uh online curiosities so in the early 2000s there were a couple of mmorpgs for children there was webkins club penguin pop tropica just to name a few Right. Which of the following was not an MMORPG from the early 2000s? Ninja 101, Toontown Online, Nicktropolis, and Mickworld. Nicktropolis and Nickworld? No, Nicktropolis or Mickworld. MC World. Oh, Mickworld, like McDonald's. I was right. like, okay, there's no way there's there's two Nick things. Well, there was a Nick MMO that you and I would play, but I don't remember it being called Nicktropolis. I think it was called something else. And the others sound right. Ninja 101 totally sounds like one. What was what was B? Toontown Online. Toontown Online was totally a thing. And Mickworld sounds very plausible. Uh, especially because some of the Flash games you and I would play were based on, like, breakfast cereals and stuff. So That's I'm going right. to go with... Uh, I was, Nick wait, wait, wait. Before you go with that, I, I just want to uh, speak on that point. I was going to do a question on candystand.com, which has a bunch of food stuff-themed mini-golf courses and such. 
you like will go through a course and it's like lifesavers. Uh, oh my gosh, you just unlocked a memory in my hooray, head. Hooray, that was the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, oh, this is so fun. I can see the little lifesavers rolls and stuff. Oh, this was, those were the days. And they also had other foods. Like, I think there's a mac and cheese hole. There's like a bunch of Yes, with the weird holes. dinosaur. Oh my gosh. Oh, this, oh wow. The thing that I always remember is the um, honeycombs. They had this weird mascot. It's just this little furball with a disturbing face, and I, I don't know this why. Up recently. Yeah, so I don't know why that's their mascot for honeycombs. But he had like a little platformer, and it runs at like two frames per second or something ridiculous. But it felt like Mario, and we didn't have games, so like that was one of my favorite ones to look up as a little little kid. Yeah. So. Okay, All right. back to the now question. Now we can get back to the question. Are you sure you want to lock in the answer that I heard you about to say? Nicktropolis. Yes, final answer. All right, incorrect. Aww. So, <laughs> Nicktropolis was the name of that Nick MMO that we played, where you can go to, like, the slime place and get slimed. Or you can go to your own house where we'll play stuff on the TV, which were actually, like, 30-second clips from episodes of TV shows. That sounds right. Mickworld is real. Nicktropolis is real. Toontown Online is real. Ninja 101 I made up because Wizard 101 and Pirate 101 are real uh, MMORPGs. There you go. There you go. That's You got me. I mean, I it just sounded right. And you're right. Wizard 101 was on commercials all the time. Same thing with Toontown Online, actually. I remember there being a lot of Toontown Online commercials on Disney Channel. Hmm. Yeah, apparently both... Toontown Online and a couple of other ones like Club Penguin have dedicated communities who are still maintaining servers for a bootlegged version of the game. Right. So you can actually look up Toontown Rewritten, I think, and it's still a game that you can play. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate, for preservation's sake, the people who've like backed up all these Flash games. Like There are games... like Flash doesn't exist anymore, so there's so many web games from like Newgrounds and um nitrome and like other just really fun things that we played in school that just don't exist anymore i'm really glad people have found ways to like re-put them on the internet i think i think that is only a good thing i don't think anyone loses money from that i think it's just fun to relive those past super limited web experiences right so very cool Okay, well, we finally have gotten to the thing I alluded to with the rappers on the Wii. Do you know what game I'm about to talk about? Is it Rhythm Heaven? It is. So that this was a Wii game I love playing with you, specifically. Uh, Rhythm Heaven Fever on the Wii. And it's still fun even today to occasionally dig it out and play it as adults, which I think we've done once or twice. I'm going to name four rhythm games from the from Rhythm Heaven Fever. Please tell me which one is not a real rhythm game. Okay? Alright. Three of these are from the game. Shrimp Shuffle, Monkey Watch, Cheer Readers, or Flick Peas. Okay, so are you being tricky by giving me the name of some things that there is a game for it, but it's... Like, how, how tricky are you being with this question? Um, because what? all four of those allude to something that is in this game. That is correct. So you're just giving me a fake name? Yes, one of those is named something else. Okay, well, I'm going to say flick peas because you don't flick the peas, you catch them on your fork. 
Is that not a game? You are correct. Hooray. Uh, yeah, that, that one is called Forklifter. Ah. Um, but I thought, but since like cheerreaders is kind of a pun, I was like, well, flick peas sounds like chickpeas. N- not my best pun, but you got it. You saw through <laughs> the facade. Yay. We're tied up, I think. I think we both have three correct. <laughs> and we both have one question left. So it all comes down to this. All right. I'll, I guess I'll do mine. So if you get this, it'll be my game to lose. Again, from the Game Boy. Okay. I have a memory of playing SpongeBob The Legend of the Golden Spatula. Okay, yeah. It's on the Game Boy Color. Uh, If you watch it being played, it's actually a pretty awful platformer because the camera follows you around and you cannot see where you're trying to jump to because it's so zoomed in. And also, if you turn around, the entire screen tries to like lead your vision the other way so it completely like moves the screen just look up uh a little bit of gameplay and you'll be like oh we weren't bad at this game this game was just really hard unnecessarily yes really squirrely platforming anyway spongebob in the legend of the golden spatula learns that a golden spatula is hidden in an ancient city called palm bay that was buried by the eruption of mount kablubius all of that is true This is all the backstory. What must SpongeBob do to get to the spatula? A. Collect four oven knobs to unlock a statue. B. Defeat three king jellyfish to get sticky jelly shoes. C. Fry five golden burgers to become a legendary fry cook. Or D. Find six friends with secret special powers. This is going to be hard because there is no way either of us even got far enough to the first objective in this game. Oh, man. I remember your life is your pants. I think your pants get knocked off if you get damaged. That is correct. That's that's good. That does not help me in this question. Oh, gosh. Okay, four oven knobs, three king jellyfish. Uh-huh. Friends with special powers. And what was the other one? Fry five golden burgers. Man, you did a really good job with this one. Those all sound plausible. I don't think I could have ever come up with the oven knobs theme, but, I mean, this is Marcus we're talking about here. He's really good at coming up with weird stuff. My gut says the oven knobs is just too good. It's just, like, it's too good of a thing. So I'm going to say oven knobs is... Wait, is it which one is correct or is not correct? Which one is correct? It would be wild if you have to do three of the four of these tasks. I'm going to say oven knobs is the correct one. Let's find out. That is correct. There's a statue that has an oven bottom to it. And if you get the four oven knobs, you put them on, it opens the statue and you fall down into the underdark or whatever it's called. Well, that was a blind guess. Yep, that's the only way it was going to be. <laughs> You'll have a much easier time with this one, I think, but we'll, we'll find out. Um, this is another sound-related one. We're going to do a Name That Tune. Uh, from the Wii, we now move on to the 3DS. Still part of our childhood, just late childhood. My favorite video game soundtrack of all time is Kid Icarus Uprising. So I'm going to play you a track from the game. You don't have to name where the track is, just which chapter it appears in, if that makes sense. And I'll give you four options. So you don't okay. have to say the specific area that it plays in. Because sometimes, right. you know, each chapter is divided into, like, there's a an opening part, a second part, and a boss battle. Um, you don't have to 
distinguish between those. You just got to tell me which chapter. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Okay, I definitely recognize it. What are my options? Your options are The Reaper's Line of Sight, Heads of the Hue Draw, The Wish Seed, or Scorched Feathers. Those are the names of the four chapters it could potentially appear in. Okay, I actually uh, don't think I have a shot here. Uh, oh, man. I was leaning towards the heads of the Hudra, but I think that this sounds like it it sounds so triumphant, but I feel like it's got to be early in the game just because of how familiar it sounds, and I feel like the later you get in the game, the more they experiment with, like, different genres and different sound palettes. So, I can't phone in a friend, can't 50-50? No, 50-50, but I think, I believe in you, so there's that. I believe in you, and I think you can logic your way into it. Rookie mistake. Okay, I'm just going to guess Heads of the Hudra. That is correct. Well done. Yay! This is from That Burning Town. It's literally called That Burning Town, uh, which is the the middle section of Heads of the Hudra. You nailed it. Gotcha. Which means we've tied. Happy Nostalgia Day. Wow, happy Nostalgia Day. We both did good. Four out of seven is kind of a good place to land in, I think, for uh, difficult searching your mind palace questions. Yeah, I mean, it it's fun to reminisce. Somehow we had to make it into a game, but I think it's sometime we should just like play some of these browser games. Like I looked up. Uh, Avatar Fortress Fight and a couple of these other like Nickelodeon browser games. Oh my games. gosh, yeah. This Means War, Cat Scratch. Yes, I I think the El Tigre one, there's like a runner in that one and I got on the leaderboard. I was like on the 64th place. Wow. The, the leaderboard for that game, which I was really, really proud of. Nice. But I don't remember Avatar Fortress Fight. I'm going to look this one up. That sounds fun. We totally should get together sometime and and play some of these games. Ooh, I remember like a Danny Phantom fighter game where you could yeah. be like Sam with vine powers when she gets taken over oh in one episode. Oh my gosh, that one was good. That one was good in our memory. Uh, we'll have to see <laughs> if it's good revisiting it. But hey, Marcus, thanks again. Uh, I needed this. I needed to relive some early memories here. So it's not about winning. It's about the memories we made along the way literally so thank you thank you that was fun awesome and uh we will be back next time to discuss a new video game penny's big breakaway but until then i'm jared i'm marcus and we'll level with you then
I'm Jared. I'm Marcus. And we're just two brothers shooting the breeze. And <laughs> today... That has never been the tagline and it would never will be the tagline. Two brothers challenge each other to a nostalgic hoedown. No, that doesn't wow, work either. Wow, I like, I like hoedown. Hoedown is good.